Welcome and thank you for tuning into the Joy Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Joanna Williams. Together, we will unpack, learn, teach, and celebrate the journey of emerging entrepreneurs and courageous trailblazers. Let's dig in. I didn't even know that this was going to happen when I first went on Etsy looking for white bath products. And let me just say that your love and the intention and the care put into the products, I will add my testimony in a minute. But before I just start singing praises, introduce yourself to the Joy Tutor audience. Well, hello, hello. Thank you all for listening in. And my name is Odalis Avant. I am the creator of Mint Notion Apothecary and Botanica. Audience, when 2020 hit, you guys have probably already heard me Babylon over the past few episodes about my healing journey. Well, some of the tools, best practices that I did and that you can use as well, um, just for self-care, self-love, depending on where you are in your journey, is what's called a white bath. I am going to hold that explanation for my lovely guest to please break down what is a white bath? What can it do? How can it help you? And then I'll jump in and kind of give my personal journey, but I want the experts to kind of speak for it. A white bath is a traditional type of spiritual bath. It is traditionally used to calm, cool, and cleanse the mind, body, and spirit. It is normally used during times of um, mental, physical, or spiritual duress, fatigue, hostility, what we call heat, stagnation, blockages, illness, night terrors, things that disrupt your peace of mind, your level-headedness, your clear thinking, um, your cool-headedness. And so it is a bath primarily made of sacred ingredients, but traditionally they all have a milk base. They use white florals and specifically cascaria, which is an eggshell powder dating back to our African roots. That is um, a very strong spiritual tool in the cleansing and the ridding of stagnation and malicious energies, hot energies, unwanted energies. Thank you for breaking that down for us because your girl was was experiencing all of that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and we all do. And 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 trust, I I did mine around the turn of the new year because you pick up so much energies that you don't even realize just from being around certain environments, certain people. And one day you wake up and you just feel a little heavy, you feel a little sluggish, and you didn't even notice that it was piling on. Exactly. And that's what brought me to you is because at the end of the winter of 2020, I was advised by a spiritual healer to do a white bath. And she gave me the ingredients to do create one myself. And I was like, ah, no, ma'am, I'm going to leave this to the professionals. <laughs> and thank God for Etsy, because I just typed it in. And of course, Etsy gives you hundreds of listings that you can choose from but it was something about your shop that just resonated with me the storyline I mean the description of the products and it just felt right and doing something like energy cleansing is a very personal and sacred and sensitive uh, deal and a big deal for an individual who is healing but when I received your product Thank you for the instructions because that definitely helped. <laughs> You're very welcome. 
that definitely helped. And I have since, um, over the past two and a half years, been a repeat customer. And so what I what I started doing was at night, I would first take a shower, then I would run a clean bath and I would pour in your product and then I would pray over the water, bless the water. You know, I bless this water in God's love and light. Um, the intention is for healing, for love and to release anything that is not of, not of the light, not of love from me on every level. And then I said it. Mm-hmm. I just poured the water all over me. And then I also said a special prayer that I heal every individual in my bloodline, past, present, and future of all darkness. And I'll replace all sadness with joy. I replace poverty with abundance. I replace illness and disease with health and strength. I was in there rocking. (laughs) <laughs> yes yes i love all of that because it's multi-dimensional zoo and it's interconnected and that's that's really beautiful not only were you cleansing yourself your entire bloodline and ones that haven't even touched this earth yet yes. wow and to your point it's you know like you said multi-dimensional because I felt in 2021, as I was shifting through the healing journey, that I was doing more than just healing myself. I mean, I was impacting my family members and they saw me lighter and happier. And I was also having conversations and directly addressing hurtful topics and issues that family members and some friends would just brush under the rug. I said, oh no, I need to be released from this. Help me and the audience um, learn a little bit more about healing and just the multidimensional and, you know, multi-generational. I should say. Multi-generational healing. Definitely, as you have figured out already, it starts within you. Even if it's layered, it spans generations, decades, bloodlines, starts with you. It starts from honesty. It starts from being neutrally, I won't say brutally, because you always have to be kind on yourself, even when you're being disciplined, you still need to always be kind, but it starts from real honesty. It starts from genuineness of actually wanting to, wanting to heal and wanting to break generational cycles. And it stems from knowing yourself, knowing yourself in and out, you know, knowing your strengths, knowing your challenges and using that, knowing, allowing yourself to allow your experiences, your traumas, your highs and lows to be visceral, to actually feel it. Even if it's a matter of disappointment or sadness or just things that are heavy, you have to feel them in order to push through them. And as I continue to learn it's not linear. And that does not mean that, you know, you take one bath and you're healed for the rest of your days, that you won't have triggers, that you won't have what we perceive as setbacks, but I wouldn't really call it that. It's, it's because we're still living. It's because our traumas and our experiences and our cycles have become ingrained in our energies kind of involuntarily. And a lot of times they're not formed overnight. So we can't expect it to, you know, transcend overnight. I had to take a a very uncomfortable look at my toxic traits. Mm. A lot of people don't say that. No, they don't. (laughs) Let me share one. 
I am the overgiver, oversharer, right? The strong one. But I'm good now. You know, I was. <laughs> I'm balanced now. But so, for example, I would volunteer, volunteer to help and then be resentful because overwhelmed with helping so many people. No one asked you. They didn't ask you. You see, I had to sit in that like, oh, they didn't I volunteered my time, money, effort, love, whatever it is. No one mm-hmm. asked you, ma'am. Like 90% of what I was doing was voluntary. <laughs> yes, yes. I've been guilty of that too. Yeah. And it, like you said, that's honesty. It's just like, wait a minute, let, let's let's reassess the situation here before we start getting upset. Oh yeah, I had to go within. And, uh, you know, another one, and I'm only sharing this, not to, not because I'm beating myself up for anyone listening, just to encourage and show that I'm good. I'm still intact. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes we'll not go within and look at some of our areas for development is the way I'll, I'll frame it because we think that it'll harm us. I'm good. I'm happy. I'm healthy. I'm great. So anyway, pass mm-hmm. the disclaimer. Also, not speaking up, you know, stewing and holding it in. I found myself holding certain things in, depending on who the person was. If it is a stranger on the street, you're going to catch the smoke, no doubt about it. I am not holding it in. But if it's one who was near and dear to my heart, I'm slow to anger. I'm slow to snap um, just mm. because I don't want to, you know, rock the boat or, you know, I've had PTSD around saying something and people like, all right, I'm done. I'm breaking up with you. But I say all that to say, being honest about some of my own internal and external behaviors and the way I was thinking, I had to step back and look at that within myself. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's funny that we talk about gener- breaking generational curses because I grew up kind of the opposite of that from and watching some of the struggles that came from that. I grew up the opposite. I'm like, subconsciously, I'm like, I'm not going to be like that. Like, no one's just going to, no one's just going to talk to me like that and you're not going to talk to me any kind of way. And what ended up happening is created my own toxic traits out of that. It's kind of like almost as if I overshot it. And now it has caused and is causing problems in some of my interpersonal relationships. And it's just like, one of the things I've learned in being honest with myself and holding yourself accountable and taking a cold, hard look at your toxic traits is a lot of the times people don't want to do that out of fear. And that made me think, well, what exactly are you afraid of? Like, what are you losing? And the only thing I can come up with would really be ego and pride and it's like okay so there's that but in the process of you being afraid of losing that ego or wiggling it from being intact look at everything else that you are losing now or could potentially lose and then it comes into how you weigh that and what you know ultimately what you want for yourself and your life and your loved ones yeah yeah I totally agree and that's the reason why I made the statement earlier that I'm okay I'm healthy I'm looking at me I'm fine because Joanna, like, what were you afraid that you were going to, what was going to happen? You know, the ego. And if it's not the ego, then physically, then what is it? Yeah, it definitely is a checking of the ego. We just being honest as Black women helping Black women heal. That's all. This energy healing work, personal development work, it is a bumpy road, but it has been so worth it. Oh, Mark, you hear that? It's just that clear inhale and I can exhale and I'm sleeping so good at night. I mean, granted, I wish I would have started sooner because I did not have to lose all my hair because of the stress. (laughs) (laughs) 
don't know. We always we always feel that way in retrospect. It's like, dang, why didn't I start this sooner? But then also you also find out why it didn't happen any sooner. You know, there's always a reason why as much as we may have wanted it to. Well, you know, the reason why I found is because now I'm going to get into a little bit of astrology is my yeah, new is around self-worth. So lost all of my hair and I had a clear look at myself. <laughs> you know, losing your hair, you can feel worthless or worthy. And mm-hmm. summer 2022, Joanna Bernice Williams was prancing at Jones Beach, bald with shades on, feeling worthy. So that bald yes. made me look at my worth. And mm-hmm. Yes, ma'am. This is you and all of you. And again, to check the ego, you are no less than because of your hair. You are not your hair. Yes, I love that. I love that. Even though I'm sure it was shocking, I'm sure it was a multitude of emotions, especially as a black woman, especially as a black woman. But like, you know, it forces you. If life forces us to to do that, and I'm I'm just inspired that I don't know that it turned out that way for you, because you know, some women there's so much identity in their hair, and what it, life would have really came to a screeching halt. And I just it's beautiful to hear how you flipped that for you. You already know it was definitely a battle. Because I, I had, air quotes, good hair. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I was a little brown skin, genuine around here. Okay, okay. Baby hair was popping. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I miss all my baby hairs. But but yeah, I life did come to a screeching halt for a while. It was just the anxiety and the panic around releasing, just releasing that identity, releasing how I saw myself that it definitely was a roller coaster ride for me. However, um, I have more people complimenting me and saying, you look beautiful. Thank you, sis, for stepping out and empowering me mm-hmm. to do the same. Yes, because there's so many people too that secretly want to, but fear and insecurity or whatever. And it is an inspiration when you see people like that, people like you walking around like it ain't nothing. Yep. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about your business and your journey and how it all started. All right. Well, several years ago, let's we'll say about around 2015, 2016, I randomly got an urge to start experimenting in the kitchen, making herbal bombs and herbal solves. Um, A little backstory, I've always gardened with both of my parents. Um, My father passed away in 2008, but it was something that I got to do with both of them while they were, while he was still alive. So I've always had a hand in herbs, knew a little bit about them, vegetables, flowers, um, edible flowers at that. And, you know, I just started to get a random urge. Well, random at the time, but we'll go back to that. Well, excuse me, we'll go back to that. Um, and I started making them for my family and friends just just to do it. And their response was surprisingly warm, surprisingly impressed, like, oh my God, this is, girl, this is so good. Like, you need to do something with this. And so I will be honest, at their encouragement and at their urging, that is what prompted me to open up a little online shop. I had always been an Etsy customer for several years, buying just random things, jewelry or gifts. So I was already familiar. <clears throat> I've had, before I settled into my my day job career, I had a background in retail, worked at a, a 
several stores, Bath and Body Works, Soma, to name a few. So I was familiar with retail in that way. And so I just jumped right in. We opened up with just lip balm, beard balm, and a all-purpose healing salve. And so we opened up in June, 2017. The response to the public was also amazingly warm and receptive and oh my gosh, and started to grow a little bit, started to add a little bit more, experiment with some new products, little by little, just kept adding, kept adding. And then about a year after we had been in production, my family, particularly the women in my family, have always been spiritual, had their own spiritual practices and methodologies. And I realized that specifically for our community, there was a need and a use for that as well. Our mission was to help heal the community in any way, shape or form, mentally, physically and spiritually. And so we're like, why not share some of the family recipes that we could to the public as well in order to help heal in that way or help assist in healing that way. And so in 2018, I added the Botanica side to the shop. We started with my very first Botanica product was the black salt. And um, I kind of have a little bit of an inspirational story about that if I can share that as well. Of course, please do. <laughs> okay. Um, but in a nutshell, yes, in 2018, we opened up the Botanica, slowly added to that, and we slowly grew into what you see today. I see you guys have had a ton of orders, and you have the history, you have the demand and the drive. As I was beginning to open up the Botanica, and I was, I wanted to start with the black salt, and for, for the listeners who may not know, black salt is also another spiritual tool, and that is primarily used to absorb banish and protect against malicious energies, um, any type of night terrors, insomnia, to protect when you're doing meditations. People use it in different ways to protect the home, to cleanse the home, to absorb any type of negative energies that you've noticed that have been lingering and clinging. And that's what I wanted to start with. It's primarily used from salt and herbal ashes, amongst other things. Um, so I am an overthinker, excuse me. I'm an overthinker, I'm a Virgo sun. And so my brain all day long is ping, 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 ping. And because primarily when we first opened up the apothecary side, it was strictly body care. I was nervous about how our audience or our community would re initially receive spiritual tools because I'm like, oh, are they gonna think it's something you know, dark? Are they going to think it's something demonic? Are they going to think it's something, a lot of things that it's not because there's a lot of stereotypes in, in the public and things of that nature. And I remember talking to one of my, one of my close friends, I call my sister about this. And she asked me, well, who are you making it for? Are you making it for people that will be closed-minded or easily put off by it? Or are you making it for people that either one, already know about it because those people exist, or two, people that are at least open-minded enough to want to learn more about it before they make a decision? And not to be dramatic, ever since that day, I have never second-guessed dropping a product ever again. And I always remember that. I'll remember that now. <laughs> <laughs> I always like, it's like, who are you making it for? You know? And that comes with, you know, knowing yourself, knowing your business, knowing your products. If that hit me, I know that hit someone listening. <laughs> I hope so. 
Because that was truly a gem for me. Like I explained before we started recording that you and I are a reflection of someone's answered prayer. There's someone out there who's looking to start a podcast. There's someone out there who is dealing with insomnia or night terrors or talking about themselves in their head or, you know, there's someone out there who wants to heal but don't know where to start. And you stepping out and taking what has been blossomed and groomed in you since you were a small child and here you are (laughs) you're providing these beautiful products that help someone like me along the way but at the same time to be a walking testimony and also I'd like to say that's what makes with your podcast it makes it that much more of a gem and cherishable in our community because also what helps people heal is feeling seen a lot of times when you when you're down and out you feel ostracized you feel like you're the only one going through it and like you said you don't know where to start you don't even know where to reach out to and so you creating this podcast gives visibility which also helps with the healing process this is awesome. As you said earlier, we are coming full circle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I will say um, that it definitely will come even further because as you are a profiting business owner and your mission is great, your impact, I am a walking testimony of that. So I want to know if you will be around June 3rd to accept me honoring you as an emerging entrepreneur. Oh my God. Yes. Oh my God. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Oh my God. Oh my God. (laughs) Are you serious? Um, as as New Yorkers say, dead ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you so much, Joanna. That is truly an honor. As I as you mentioned before, Leah, I've never been honored for anything shop related. Oh my God, yes, I would not miss it for the world. Ironically, June third is the day after our anniversary, the shop's <laughs> anniversary. We will be turning six on the second. So, what a way to celebrate! What a wonderful birthday gift! Yes. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Thank you. You are welcome. And I know that you are in Jersey. Well, I'm in Queens, but it'll most likely be in Brooklyn. I'll I'll confirm okay. next couple weeks. So, listeners. I am doing this because we need to create our own table. Yes, we do. My beautiful queen, you are doing big things. And I want to do something that feels so right, so loving. And by way of saying thank you for, you know, just being obedient and following and listening to wisdom because it definitely has been instrumental to help me along my healing journey. And I know that you're going to help so many others as well. And I'm sure you've helped others and, you know, you just don't, you just never know, right? Right. You end up on someone's podcast Mm -hmm. who brought brought a product from you. (laughs) Yes. Yes. You never know how far your reach is. This is truly humbling. Any Anytime I'm ever able to help in any capacity, even if it's just for five minutes a day, that is my mission and I am living my purpose and I am grateful. Thank you for allowing me to help you. 
Oh, you are welcome. And I have to get you more exposure. I'm like, come on, come on, Miss Joy to the party. <laughs> I do admit I am a I am an I'm a natural introvert as well. And so and this definitely forces me to get out of my show. Well, I would definitely love to have you say so it'll be virtual as well as in person. I host a brunch. I would love all of that. This has been wonderful. Um, how, what challenges have you overcome as an entrepreneur? I would say my biggest challenges have been very specifically with production. Some products have been knocked it out the park since release and some products it has taken years to perfect. So production and operations, I would say it'd be my biggest challenge. I feel like I am, and I'll get, I'll get more specific about that. I've been blessed with being able to connect with people, being able to you know, be honest, be thorough, be clear about, you know, what we are here to do, what we're not, creating something that people want and need, you know, creating something that people can afford, but still quality. So I'm for, I'm grateful for those. But in terms of actually producing some of our products and some of our goods and some of our tools, that has definitely been a learning process. It's been a learning process financially. <laughs> it's been a learning process emotionally in terms of getting things right consistently, which is, I feel like, an essential part of business. A great lesson to call out because as other entrepreneurs are listening, they can relate on some level. Um, so mm -hmm. thank you for your transparency in that. Is there anything that you would like to share from a personal growth perspective as an entrepreneur? Yes. Um, again, like I mentioned before, I'm very introverted and I'm not ashamed to admit that into adulthood, receiving criticism has definitely been a huge challenge for me. Don't always take it well. And it definitely is a part of business, especially retail, you're constantly getting feedback, you get reviews, you get suggestions, you get questions, you get comments. It has definitely um, made me mature. It has definitely humbled me. It has humbled me in the sense of learning that I'm not perfect. I don't always knock it out the park. Um, I make genuine errors that kind of without outside of my control kind of was bound to happen. I will not be for everyone. Yep. And it is, it has humbled me on multiple levels and forced me to be a little bit more mature, forced me to have a little thicker skin, forced me to understand that there's so many different points of views and one person's I love it is another person's I hate it. And that's part of the game and how you maintain through that is knowing, knowing your business and knowing your product. And that way you're able to discern yeah, I kind of messed that up or yeah, I can see how that could have happened or okay, I can understand, you know, you didn't get to experience it before you ordered it because it's strictly online or okay, that's never happened before, but so what? This is a customer who paid money and their their feedback, customer feedback is free game. People mm -hmm. pay people to tell them how to improve their business. That's a whole nother business <laughs> and your customers are giving it to you for free. And it's forced me to realize that even in circumstances where you may not agree, you need to listen. Feedback is a gift. Mm -hmm. It is a true mm -hmm. gift. And everything that you said, very spot on. 
in closing, is there anything that you would like to drop for someone who's considering stepping out and starting their own business? I have learned in my experiences that for people that are thinking about starting a business or creating something, branching out, and there's some apprehension besides, you know, physical things like financial backing and materials and venues and things like that, a lot of it is fear, fear of failing or fear of the unknown. And so for in terms of fear of the unknown, that comes again, not to sound like a broken record from really knowing your stuff, knowing it inside and out, knowing it backwards with your eyes closed in your sleep, because that's going to help build confidence. And with confidence, that's going to help you navigate. And even if you don't know everything or you're still, you know, new to the game or what you're doing, it still gives you a foundation to work with, still gives you something to say, okay, at least I know this and we're going to go from there. After doing all of that, you find that you're still afraid or you're still fearful, do it fearful because you don't grow from success. You actually grow from failing and learning from it. And if you're not, if you're not failing, you're not really trying, you know, like you're not really learning anything. So even if you're afraid after all the planning and the, and the gathering, do it afraid because the scariest part in that will be starting. And even if you find yourself like, oh, I don't really know what I'm doing, trying to get your footing, you're learning every stumble. Every time your foot stumbles and hits the ground, you're still learning. You learn how to catch your balance, right? Like when you trip and fall and you kind of catch yourself, you had to learn how to re refine your equilibrium. So you're still learning. So do it. Do it scared. Oof. And just follow it. Amazing. <laughs> Thank you, sis. For all of that. Um... I needed to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing it afraid, you know, not as afraid. Um, But it's always nice to, which is another reason why I do this, because doing these interviews and meeting with, you know, powerful, successful, amazing, evolving women like yourself, it keeps me sharpened. It definitely does. It's part of my self-care, self-love package just to surround myself by great, great women. So I thank you for joining us. But before we close, how can we get in contact with you and your business? Yes, yes. So our website is mintinocean, all spelled out, dot etsy.com, um, where you can see our full roster of body care and spiritual goods. You can also find us on Instagram at mintinocean, all spelled out. We are on TikTok at mintinocean. And we also have can be reached at our email, mintinocean at gmail.com. Listeners, I cannot wait to share the update after honoring our emerging entrepreneur oh my gosh thank you so much again and thank you so much for all you have all you've done for me and all you're doing for the community says i'm so excited what a way to start off the year i was not even expecting that thank you thank you immensely great seeds you are most welcome my love thank you for joining and listening in we greatly appreciate your time To learn more about our business development classes, such as how to start a business, business plan development, and if you have a Wix website and you're struggling with updates, we got you. I'm also excited to announce that we've launched our new Entrepreneur Roadmap and Execution Planner along with the class. The class is maxed out at 14 registrants, therefore the class books very fast. 
However, we do have wait lists available. Sign up at joytutor.com. Also, last but not least, you can follow us on all the social medias at joytutor or joytutor inc. Until next time, take care.